Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We got zero. Yo. In the building. And of course, he's also known as a Chancellor of Charisma. And of course, we have the Duke of Debonair and his Lando in the building. This is the Between Brothers Podcast. Tune in every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on the social medias, Astro.media on Instagram. Uh, the Between Brothers Podcast on Twitter uh, as well. Or, no, I'm sorry. Between Brothers Podcast on TikTok and BTWM Bros Podcast on Twitter, as well as join the Facebook group, the Between Brothers Podcast Facebook group, um, where we have a lot of fun. We post a bunch of stuff and people laugh and we have conversations. And if there's anything I want to talk about or debate with us on that you hear on the podcast, you're more than welcome. But anyways, Zero, how was your week? Nah, my week was okay. Um, going to um, Jelly Balls appointments, everything. Everything is looking good as normal. Um, yeah, um, hair is growing back in, so that's a good sign for me. Um, and for her especially even though even though she says out of her own mouth she's beautiful either way they, she ain't lying so um yeah well um other than that yeah, um there really isn't uh, much to report for this week yeah no uh no raging for the um no raging for on uh parents at the school this week. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, my week, of course, Mother's Day was uh, yesterday, and um, and we uh, we went to the Duchess's parents' house, and um, we had a good time there, uh, dancing and celebrating and all that good stuff. And, um, and uh yeah i mean that was pretty much how the weekend went um uh was arguing with people all week on facebook this week and instagram which actually i don't know i'm trying to keep this episode short because we're recording on a monday um i don't know if we're gonna have time for the most recent debate that i got into not really a debate it was just like an internet troll that was trolling I would like to actually get deeper into that. Um, I just don't know if we're gonna have time for that tonight. But um, because, you know, a lot's happened in the world of sports and entertainment and all that good stuff. And so, um, and that's generally what we talk about a lot. And um, so it's a topic that could always be had, a conversation that could always be had later um, because it's a topic that's always going on. Um, in the social media realm and in the world nowadays, especially in the United States. So, um, but, but, uh, yeah, we, um, we had a good time. Coco Puff had a good time. Uh, normally, um, Lincoln Lollipop would be at their mother's house for, uh, Mother's Day. Uh, but it's, 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 it's the, 
it's the running gag of my life, you know? <laughs> Kid, kids don't necessarily get picked up by their mom every weekend like they're supposed to, so. But it was all, it is what it is. It was all good. Um, next time y'all see an episode, I'll be 35 years old. My debonair extraction day, it is not a birthday. It's a debonair extraction day, all right? Because I was extracted from a womb of debonairness. Anyways, now that I got that out of the way, I'll be 35 on Friday. And, um, I, you know, I don't know if Duchess has plans for me, Zero. And anybody who's really close to me know I don't really um, do the the party thing. I really should, to be honest, because I'm, you know, I'm thinking more about life. And I'm like, yo, like, we got we to gotta celebrate our life more. So I'm going to try to have something planned. Um, but I probably won't get to that till maybe Wednesday. So uh, at least, at least so I can, at least so I can enjoy, enjoy the the weekend. Because um, I'm be off. The, I it's a ritual. I have never ever in my life worked at a job on my day off or on my on my debit extraction day. And also, those who want to hit me up and say um, happy debit extraction day, it is not happy. It's married. Cause it's a bit day to be debonair and it's a day to be merry. Understand that. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so I'll I'll let y'all know what we end up doing um on the next episode. But uh, but yeah, man, let's get to these topics, cause um, because uh, we we have we, we've had a lot of talking points in our group chat about the playoffs this this second round. Um, I haven't been doing a lot of betting in the playoffs just because all I don't know, I really don't know how to gauge the playoffs this year because all the teams were so even, pretty much. And um, I mean, the teams that were mismatched were completely outmatched, but all the other games or all the other series, you could see either team winning. Um, and uh, so I just stayed away from betting. Um, and uh yeah so let's get right to it um last night the 76ers got blown out by um the the Boston Celtics and it just seems like the Boston Celtics in game 7s lately um you know they did that to the Bucks last year where you know they just shoot out of their minds and, and when they're at home and uh, I don't know if it's the energy of the crowd or anything like that. Um, Embiid had an awful game. James Harden had an awful game. Um, Tyrese, I, I think the only player that shot close to 50% in the starting lineup was um, Tobias Harris. And it's a damn shame that they kept, like if they never got rid of Jimmy Butler, they wouldn't be having these issues because they have somebody who could spell, who could spell, um, Joel Embiid, who can play lockdown defense, who's a hard player, who's a leader, who's a leader in the locker room, and and um, and I th- and you know Joel Embiid never wanted Jimmy Butler to leave. He's mentioned that numerous times, so I feel sorry for Joel Embiid um, and how he got put out. I didn't expect them to win that series, though. Me and um, shout to Kyle. I told Kyle. I promised Kyle that they. If the Celtics win the finals, 
I will let him come on the podcast and talk his trash. So, <laughs> so, but um, what did you think about that specific game? And then I want to go into some of the narratives that have come come off of that. Well, um, what I thought was, um, Jason Tatum played out of his mind. Joel Embiid didn't play well. What is the superstars on the superstars that needed to perform didn't perform at all. That's <laughs> and I know um Damian Lillard tweeted, huh? Because of what Embiid said in the um press conference and he said him and uh Harden can't win by themselves. Nobody showed up though. Like they didn't show up, y'all didn't show up. I, and also, you know, you know, the old adage goes like you, your role players show up on at home and the star player is supposed to do it on the road. So maybe he's referring to game six, where it was really just Embiid playing OK, but not um, not anything special. Yeah, but those are my only thoughts is like uh, Jason Tatum did his thing. And uh, Harden and Joel didn't show up when it mattered the most. So, can I say this? And the thing is, I actually, like, there's a beauty in this series. And the beautiful part of the series is actually not what you may think that I'm going to say, and there's, oh, you know, inspiration and all this other nonsense. Joel Embiid's been getting put out in the second round his entire career. This, if that ain't inspiring him enough, I don't know what I don't know what is. The beauty is that Ben Simmons had the audacity to mention anything about the series. I know his sweet British ass don't need to be saying anything. I was like, all right, do you remember that it was you who didn't like when Joel and B was actually putting in work that the, the game, the game seven, I think it was, or uh, when they got eliminated uh, two seasons ago, like it was you who was scared to take layups. Like for you to sit there and be like, like, like mocking the team. And then not only that, you haven't played real basketball for um in a while. You had more turnovers. No, I'm sorry. You had more fouls than field goals made. Like uh, the nerve, the audacity. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is so beautiful because the reason why it's beautiful is because um I love the fact that Ben Simmons did that. Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna make sure I look at his stat line every single game next year. Every game. Like the dude averaged five, five, and five like a biggie meter. <laughs> and he has your dad as a starting player and has the audacity to say something. Like also real junk, if he didn't have that contract, he'd be out of the league. 
and he got some nerve. And you over here like posting the game. Wait, hold on. So the team that swept your team last year because you were too, because your mental health was making your back hurt. And then <laughs> this year, this year, the team that put your that put your team. No, 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 no. Who, did, who played first round? Was it Brooklyn? Was it Brooklyn and um Celtics? I think so. So it's two years in a row. Cause no, I'm trying to think. Who did the who did no, I'm lying. It was no, I'm tripping. It was Philadelphia that be, played the um uh the Nets, I believe. Cause the um the what's it called had the seven seed. Yeah. Yeah, it was Philadelphia that beat Brooklyn. Okay. I'm mixing last year and this year up. Because, yeah, the, the the Hawks had the seventh seed. Yeah, forgive so, me. I, I'm not able to watch any. It's like, I... <laughs> you, 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 put, you, put, you put out... You put that up for what? The team that eliminated you got eliminated? You, like... And you didn't even play. How are you on a roster and you are who he played for a player? <laughs> Come on, dog. Like, I, I really, I really, really, really cannot stand Ben Simmons. Like, I never liked him. I never thought he was a gamer. I never thought he should have been the first overall pick. Now, don't get me wrong. Look, I, 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 I do admit I have some biases. It's I generally have biases against people more than for people. So like, you know, that's why I'm a die easy fan. But I have a I have a heavy bias against Australian players. Heavy. So that that initially that's what I thought it was about. I'm like he's from Australia and he looked like Dante Exum. He he's a tall version of Dante Exum. He's going to be nobody. And that's what he, that's that's what he's been. Remember when Dante Exum had all those freaking commercials? <laughs> my, my, it, my. Makes you, it makes you think. Yo, also real junk rookies who get commercials just uh, rookies who get offered commercial just just don't do it. You setting yourself up for failure, dog. I don't care how good you are, you setting yourself up for failure. Unless you're on a Michael Jordan, LeBron James track, stay away from commercials. <laughs> and you know what? You should have known that traje- his trajectory wasn't going to be good because. The commercials weren't even good. Like the Char- you remember the Charles Rogers commercial? Yeah. Yeah. You see why you should stay away from <laughs> you should stay away from commercials if you're a rookie. Um but uh but overall the series was a great series outside of that one game. And Joel Embiid played well for most of the series. Um hit and then also like a lot of people are forgetting and this this is the point that I, this is the, this is where this is where the narrative is pissing me off now um because I, Joel Embiid apparently he was playing on a knee injury that 
when I watched game two, they said it generally keeps people out for two to four weeks. So he would have either missed the round or, yeah, he would have either missed the round or if it went seven games, he would have barely made the round and he would only been able to play game seven. Um, and, and it's just like, all right, now that we have that Joel and B got put out, we're getting the new, we're getting, we're getting the resurgence of the Jokic fans. They're like, oh, we told y'all he should have won MVP. When they were quiet, when Jokic started to not put up the numbers, uh-huh. that he was put the triple double numbers and he ended up missing averaging a triple double for the season though he put up still put up good numbers um excellent numbers you know uh mvp numbers but the the, the whole issue with Jokic and it was like oh y'all said he shouldn't have won three mvps or y'all kept him from winning his third mvp and then those say and then some of these people are on like my facebook friends and when I've gone against them and gone against that narrative that Jokic shouldn't be MVP, they never had anything to say or they would kind of like, like agree with you. So why you all of a sudden got your chest out now? Why you all here saying it with your chest like Kevin Hart's uncle? Why didn't you defend your position when it was actually going on? Because y'all knew what time it was. And then, then the same people be telling me that it's a regular season award and then saying that Embiid should have shouldn't have won it because, because of, of his postseason playoff performance, not the whole postseason, one game where he was awful. He scored thirty in every other game, <laughs> like or or, or twenty five plus. I'm like he was a leading league, he was a league leader in a, in, in scoring, and and I'm like, all right, Jokic. This was his best season to win MVP, statistically, record-wise, everything. This was the crazy thing. It was his the, the case that he had that was the most reasonable case. But he shouldn't have won it the last two years. So it's like, oh, and B got a sympathy MVP. It, Jokic got two. And last year's was definitely sympathy. And then let's talk about playoff performance, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so this season he's done well. Let's just—I'm sticking on his two MVP seasons. Yeah, because Giannis, Giannis won the MVP the year before. He was one and eight in his last two postseason appear. Uh, 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 his last eight. Or his last, um, la- the last rounds. I'm sorry, the last rounds he competed in. He was one and eight. He was he got swept by the. Um, he was swept by the uh, the Suns, and he was, um, and he was beat, and he was gentleman swept by the Warriors. Oh, it's the Warriors. So. We just saw what LeBron and them did. What that supposed to mean? He didn't have his second and be- third best player. Did you see how James Harden performed? Did you see how Tyrese Maxey performed? They might as well not have been on the court.
Like having guys available doesn't mean anything if they're playing bad. So the whole narrative that Jokic should have won MVP based off of that is like, no, it doesn't make sense. Jo- Embiid had the better record. Embiid had uh, Embiid was a was a double double guy. He led the league in scoring, and he should have won it last year. So give it to him this year. Give it to him this year. There was no season where Philadelphia was the favorite to win the championship in each of the last four seasons. So yeah, they lose the, the conference finals that they lost that they probably should have won was against Atlanta. All the other all the other series, no. It wasn't like, yeah, they should definitely win this series. So I'm like, okay, so let's go now. I, I don't, I don't 100 remember what happened with the Atlanta series because I didn't watch it. But if you go down to playoff performances, Embiid got beat by the champion, um, the champion Raptors with a buzzer beater, where the ball hit every single part of the rim. <laughs> Touched the shot, touched the top of the shot clock, rolled around that four times. That shot was a Looney Tune shot. You only see that in Space Jam. And Yo, yet people and he, they couldn't for that. even CGI that in Space Jam. They couldn't even figure like they couldn't even like literally, literally Tweety went like went up and kissed the damn ball for it to go in. And people killing him over losing that series. Oh, well, look what he did. Oh, he, he he lost to Toronto. He lost to Miami. Yo, when when Jimmy Buckets is on, who Jan has been beat. Jimmy Buckets is a giant slayer. He done beat Giannis. <laughs> he done been beat. He's a giant slayer. It's so like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then and then of course, um, who they lose to last season? No, Miami might have been last season. I don't remember all the years and exactly how they go, but there was not a single series where everybody thought that they he should they should have won. Yeah, they lost to Miami last year because he that was when he walked into the uh, locker room and said, um, "Tobias over me." I think that's when he had said that. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like you know what I'm saying. So we got to stop that. And just because somebody goes deeper into the playoffs, that means they shouldn't have won MVP. You gotta have MVP. You should have MVP performances in the in the playoffs. But I'm like, he was, he literally, he literally the one game. Uh, um, I think it was game five. I think it was game five. Like he was, he was clearly the best player on the court. And on, and then how often do dudes overcomes a a, a, a guy dropping fifty one. Oh, and, and you know, yeah. like the, la- the last five quarters of Jason Tatum were unbelievable. I don't know if he was still. I don't know if he still sends texts to Kobe. Or no, was that Devin Booker? <laughs> that was. Who, who no, was that it? was Tatum. Yeah, I don't know if he still. I don't know if he still sends texts to Kobe. <laughs> but you know it's it's uh it's just and one the of those things that came like, out after that is like <laughs> job's not finished <laughs> so, job's not finished so yeah you know so i i just i'm really tired of 
of these players getting gassed up. Is 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 Jokic a better player? Yes, or, or or a great player? Yes. The guy does gives you nothing defensively, absolutely nothing. You're not gonna. Nobody's gonna convince me that the guy on his team who is the best offensive player and defensive player is worse on on a on a top team is worse than the guy who does nothing but produce offense. No one's ever going to convince me of that. And when we saw them, when we saw them go head to head, he was giving he was giving Jokic that work. So one one on one, he's giving him work, and he's doing more overall for his team on both ends of the floor. They're both rebounding. Oh, because Jokic is passing. Yeah, great. He has that skill set. But like I said before, anybody, if I ever ever go to a pickup basketball game and I ask who's the best player and they point at him and they I ask them why and they say because he's the best passer I will accept passing as why he as why he should be elite until then shut up about it because y'all ain't never been like man let me pick the dude who passed <laughs> when you pick your five <laughs> you ain't like Oh, yo, yo, get him, get him. He passed good. You've never done that. <laughs> yo, he real accurate with his passes. You've never done that. How do I know? Because I was rarely the first pick. And I'm an excellent passer. <laughs> or I was. I haven't played, I haven't hooped in two years. But <laughs> I'm tired of that narrative. He lost a playoff series. That's it. It's done. It's over with. And he lost to a better team. A better team that was better coached with better players who are who are coming off of a finals loss. This team is a championship caliber team. That's who they lost to. Who had Robert Williams and Al Horford to throw bodies at uh, at Joel Embiid all series on a bad knee. Cut it out. But um. But uh, I gotta do something, and that's um, that's give LeBron his props, and uh, LeBron, LeBron's done done something. And to be honest, he's not the leader of the team, at least statistically, um, for me right now. I think he is leading the team in scoring overall, but um. But it seems like the team is going how Anthony Davis comes. And LeBron is still consistent. So, but to get out of the first round as a seventh seed and make it to the conference finals is an amazing accomplishment. An amazing accomplishment. That was the one thing. That Or that, I shouldn't say that was the one thing. That was one of the things that both him and Jordan had in common. If they didn't have home court advantage, they weren't getting out of the first round. Now they played a young, immature team, but that that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Because, because, and it like, and I don't want to hear that Jai got his hand hurt. I don't want to hear none of that. What the Lakers have done is remarkable 
and I was wrong about the Lakers so far. I do think that they can beat the Nuggets, but that's a 50-50 series. And it really depends on what Anthony... You remember, we were talking about this the other day. If all Every series I, I've been watching, I'm like, it depends on how Anthony Davis plays. If Anthony Davis is hot and cold, like Todoroki from My Hero Academia, then they might they'll they'll lose the series. If he's playing consistently like he had like he did the last three or four games of the Warriors uh series, then they should win the series in seven. Uh I don't have a pick yet. Um I'm leaning Denver just because I just I I think LeBron is still having issues with the foot. I'm leaning Denver, but it's 51-49 for me. I'll do a little bit more research. Um, the series is going to start by then, so um, I'm just going to go ahead and make Denver my pick for the for the Western Conference. Um, what 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 say you? <clears throat> I'm um I'm picking Denver. Um. Yeah, my my thing is um <clears throat> I'm just is is for me it's the uh for me is the Jokic factor cuz um for me I'm like <clears throat> if if um whoever he passes to starts making yeah well yeah, I'm gonna go with Denver just because of the um, with like I said the Jokic factor because if um if they hit their shots and um, <clears throat> they don't find an answer to like you know trying to double up on him and him finding the open man if they do that and he fin- he finds who he he finds um the open man and they hit their shots I don't know if uh. I'm not too sure if uh, the Lakers can hold up to that if they're not matching them shot for shot. I, I'm curious as to what the defensive, who's going to be the one who's guarding LeBron. Because I don't think the Lakers have anybody who's really capable of guarding Jamal Murray, but they do have Anthony Davis, who's the best defensive player left in the playoffs outside of, I think him and Jimmy Butler are about the same. Um, 1A, 1B, however you want to pick it, put it. Um, so they have somebody for Jokic, um, but I don't know. But th- that's the X factor: LeBron and Jamal Murray. And LeBron can still get them eight to ten rebounds every game with the 20, 24 points that he's getting. Um, is going to be tough. So does Aaron Gordon? Does Aaron Gordon guard LeBron, or is it Michael Porter Jr. who's going to guard LeBron? I don't think that's a good matchup. I think you got to put Aaron Gordon, but. That's that that's that's what's interesting to me. But um, moving on to the Eastern Conference, it's um, Jimmy Butler versus uh, Jason Tatum as far as the superstar players of those two series are, are going to go. And I, but I think, of course, the huge X factors, the huge X factor, is um, is uh, is Jalen Brown. Is Jalen Brown? gonna be able to defend Jimmy Butler well enough for them to win the series because that's really gonna be his primary assignment. 
is stopping Jimmy Butler. Um, the fact that the fact that the that the Heat are this deep without their best shooter is yeah. But Jimmy Butler is incredible. You know, Jimmy Butler is everything we thought Paul George should have been. You're not lying about that. And Paul George is excellent defensively. He's a he's actually a a smoother player than Jimmy Butler. You know, um, his game reminds me of a little bit of Tracy McGrady's a little bit, um, but a better defender. And it's just like, but Jimmy Butler's just getting it. Like he's just outworking you every single possession. Uh, how do you see that matchup going? Um, I'm gonna stick with the Heat. Yeah, yeah, you did pick them to get to the top. <laughs> Guru, yeah. I'm not the basketball guru this season. I was right about the Warriors, but um. My, my, my. Giannis, um, Giannis. Come on, Giannis. Come on, Giannis. Yeah. 10 for 23. 10 for 23 from the free throw line. Matter of fact, I want you to do nothing else for the whole offseason. But you. work on free throws. <laughs> but like I said before, man, you know, me, somebody who who was never a good, a great shooter. Um, to be honest, what, what one of the things that made me a decent shooter was um, was watching uh, or hearing Steve Kerr said he didn't practice on threes much. He made a thousand free throws a day, and I was like, "What?" So I made it my mission to make two hundred fifty free throws a day. Then all of a sudden, I was knocking down threes. And I couldn't hit the broadside of the barn <laughs> shooting threes before that. To be honest, too, when I get back to hooping, I'm trying, I'm trying to get back to hooping, hooping weight this summer. I think I might, I think I might have to get back to that because that helped a lot when I was a, when I was in high school. But um, but yeah, um, I, I'm I'm going Celtics for the rest of it just because I think I think they're the best team left overall and um and also I want Kyle to talk his shit so <laughs> you know so it's just uh but my Miami's gonna be the you know Miami's a tough matchup Miami's a tough tough matchup but I think the size of Boston is gonna get to them because Bam is still an undersized center and that's um that didn't really hurt them against Milwaukee, mm-hmm. but um but they were able to get away with it against um against the Knicks because the Knicks have no no size. So I I'm just like, how long is that gonna last? So I'm yeah. going I'm going Boston, Denver, and then Boston for the uh for the for the W for the championship. Okay. Um but in about a week, week and a half, two weeks, we shall see. All right, so this is going to be the last NBA topic. 
the great American philosopher, fabulous, had a song called Throw It In The Bag. But I think when John Morant heard that song, he didn't know exactly what uh, Fabulous said in the song. I think he thought he said, just throw away the bag. <laughs> That's the name of the pod. That's the name of the pod. Throw away the bag. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. What did that say on the top? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> Just throw away the bag. Ah, ah, ah. I know you ain't over there staring at my gun. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm hanging with bums, hanging with bums. <laughs> I'm about to be out. They're going to be out in the street at just like me. <laughs> Fuck them shoes and all that. Just throw away the bag. <laughs> So this dude, so the, the thing, the pro, everybody, now this, this John Morant defenders, he was like, oh, you know, he's legally allowed to run with a gun. You got, you're, you got, um, you're trying to, you don't, all right, how, how can I put this? Let me, let me slow down. You're not selling shoes. You're not selling sneakers. Mm-hmm. You're not selling sports drinks. That's your target market are not adults. So because of that, when these these morality clauses and stuff like that that circle around, you cannot have that as your image. And then for some reason, this dude always got to pull up on somebody with weaponry. And then why every time I see him with a gun, it's at his head. Dog, don't Plexico burst yourself to the head, dog. Your life gonna get real short and you're really not, come on, come on, dog. And I'm like, no, you know what? This is why, this is why like, you know, and actually this kind of inspired me to even grind even harder. And what, why do I say that? I'm not saying like, oh, you know, who, who doesn't, who doesn't, who doesn't want to have money? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, not everybody wants to be rich, but nobody want to be broke. You know what I'm saying? People want to be able to pay their bills, go on a couple of vacations a year, and they'll be absolutely happy with that. I'm not knocking anybody who don't want to be a billionaire like myself. But one thing I'll never allow is my son to make so much more money than I do that I feel like I can't tell him what to do. Yo. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no way. And what's it called? Somebody, um, I think it was uh, Skip and Shannon that brought, that on that show that was brought up that, um, like for one, like you just said, there's a, like I think they said four out of the six incidents were had, there was a weapon involved, and 
there was a there was a few incidents where his mother called him like the uh the school incident the mother called him the the footlocker incident the mother called him and he came in he came in guns of um, yeah <laughs> like he freaking will smith fucking rambo yeah you know he like like this is a wild wild west <laughs> he over here like he he Will Smith and his and his people Drew Hill. That's how they be dead. Well, he do play in the West. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? He wasn't good in the West like he thought he was. <laughs> he was also, like, like when it comes to Memphis, didn't, didn't some rapper get murdered in Memphis? Like some famous rapper. Yeah, young dog. Okay, and it's like, yo, you out here trying Memphis? Are you stupid? <sighs> and then also, uh, one thing I want to make clear: everybody shows that picture of him taking a family photo with his with his family, his mother, father, and sister, mm-hmm. and they're looking all geeky like every family photo does. Every single there is, yeah. not, I don't get there's not one hood. They, I don't care how hood you are. You got one of them pictures. Everybody's smiling. Everybody dressed the same way. Exactly. That so you now got my, the hug. You got the. But <laughs> John got Moran, the prom photo. John Moran does not come from money. Like the area that he lives in is not a a wealthy neighborhood. So let's get off this now. Don't get me wrong. He is a wannabe thug. Like, this dude listened to music all wrong. Like, he was listening to Lil Wayne. Shouty wanna thug. I think he was thinking, wanna be a thug. I think they like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, this is how I'm gonna be cool. No. Nobody. Yo, you really trying to, you really trying to Aaron Hernandez your life? Uh, the way it's looking. And what was it? I so my and my homeboy, my homeboy uh, Justin, texted me and said that at, said something about John Morant, and I texted him back. I was like, "This goes to show that his homies ain't his homies." Because for you, for you to be on that video, that one homie is that one homie in every incident, and he thought it is like yo. Like you know what just happened, and you is like you gotta be. It's like even if you ain't, even if you ain't uh making the money he's making, you still got common sense on your side, dog. Who knows what the hell could happen? So I'm gonna so me as your friend, I'm gonna keep you away from that shit because you never because shoot, even if he's doing it selfishly, it was like yo, this dude's my cash cow. You gotta make sure the cash cow don't put himself in any sort of situation like so that he, again. He 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 didn't make all NBA, um, which they said that cost him forty million. Which I I don't really I thought you only had to make it once in order to get the max deal. I didn't know you had to make. I it don't anything. think he's I don't think he's ever made it. That's why. But it, he's in a new deal right now, though, right? He in a new deal. I think so. So that's what I'm saying. So like I don't I don't know how that I don't remember how that works. 
I think um he'll I think uh, the next time he he he's um due for an extension he gets he has that clause because of the fact that he made the team. Okay, I don't I don't know exactly how the whole situation works, but when it comes down to it, they say they he, he it costs him not making the All NBA team costs him forty million dollars. Then he's gonna lose. He's most likely gonna lose these other endorsements, which is probably another eight figures that he's losing. Then what? Yeah. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like, as far as that guy that he hangs around with all the time, like, dog, you are not doing the right thing. The great American philosopher Jeezy once said, hide the rest of the yams at my auntie's house. (laughs) And then what? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you ain't you 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 taking the yams from Auntie House and throwing it in the sewer, flushing down the toilet for what? Yeah. Oh yeah, let's do this. Oh, and you wanna know what? I don't even care. I don't even care that that he's that he got the gun. Mm-hmm. My issue is, dog, you got the gun and you like, hey, 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 bruh, bruh, your job. Yo, job, let's put this on live. <laughs> and Josh's like, like, okay. Yeah, because no, he like, it ain't mine, so it ain't gonna do nothing. Exactly. It's a parade up in my city, yeah. Alright, cool. And somebody gonna parade some bullets down 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 your your, your block if you keep acting <laughs> stupid. Yeah, so um what's you know what it called? Oh, you're gonna be the limit little drummer boy. You're just gonna hear the parappa pump pump. And then your brain brain's blown out because you're trying to be a thug. Yeah. So the his the um his extension came with the clause that his his uh his number will increase if he makes the team. That's what I just read. Says um. He signed an extension last offseason that came with a super max trigger if he made an all NBA team. Yeah. So oh, so that so he could still get it. Like if he if he wins it next year, because his extent how long is his extension? He probably got three more years on. Yeah. Yeah, so he and I, now personally I don't think he like I, I I think I heard somebody say he did they probably didn't vote him all NBA. Because of his, uh, because of what happened, and they yeah. voted the wrong way. But I don't, I don't think he was an All NBA player. They probably I mean, thought, you know, because um, who they have at point guard? They had Steph at point guard on one team. They who had uh, Shy. They had a SGA on the first team. Yeah, yeah. Sh- it was Shy, so- Jay, and Dame were the. Th- Three yeah. point guards. You gonna put you gonna put him? I guess you could put you. Sh- they maybe because they because they yeah play. yeah maybe, he um, maybe, missed, but, but he they, missed a they, good they, amount of. And Dame didn't miss a lot of games. Yeah. So, but shoot, I would say that Jalen Brunson was more deserving of Actually, more NBA than 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 uh, than than John Morant. I think. uh I think Jalen Brunson did make it. 
Oh, uh, no. Nah, he, he made an all-star. No. He's an all-star snub. Yeah, he maybe. Yeah, so. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because it was De'Aaron Fox and Dame that were on the third team. Yeah. 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 And De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox, I, now I don't know if the numbers say it, but I just know that De'Aaron Fox is playing out of his mind and John Morant was missing games and his team yeah. was playing well without him. Yeah. So. That's not all NBA to me. You know what's weird too? How uh, I know it's not the same the player that we're talking about right now, but ain't it weird how Giannis didn't get voted onto any uh, defensive teams, but he was the only unanimous All NBA player. <laughs> I think Giannis was third at one point. It was. Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh huh. Joel, not Joel. Brooke Lopez and Giannis Antetokounmpo were the top three odds makers to win Defensive Player of the Year. I think right before that injury that he got, mm-hmm. um, right around the All Star break, it was those three. He was a he was a defensive player of the year candidate with another with another one of his teammates who made all defensive team first team. Yeah. That, that <laughs> but but uh Louis Mouskowitz is what the hell's the dude name um that played for the Lakers? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> What's his name? I don't Caruso, know. Caruso. Caruso. Hey, I was about to say, he, he never say never again. Louis <laughs> freaking Mouskowitz. Louis Mouskowitz. The heck is going on here, man? Yo, he looked more like the cat from, um, what's it called? Rock-a-doodle. <laughs> that dude. Shot to clear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that dude. I can't believe he was all these. You know, there's always been like, like you remember that year Danny Green was all defensive team, like second team all defense. It's like it's like he played. <laughs> everybody's looking around like he's defensive. Lock, like you think about like lockdown defender. I hope y'all. I, I hope y'all is having twelve blocks a game next year. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. We didn't make a single all-defensive team, and he was the second-best player on the second-best defensive team, on the ah. second-best defensive player on the second-best defensive team. Unbelievable. I think, you know what? It's like that, you know what they call, like, LeBron fatigue and Jordan fatigue? I yeah. think that's what this is. They can't keep giving Giannis all these awards. But you can if he's sure. earned them, exactly. if, he, if he's earned them, I don't give a damn how much fatigue you got. Oh, and also when Giannis, when Giannis, to be honest, he should get an automatic all defensive team. This gonna uh-huh. be my last last thing I say about the NBA because yeah. he made a defensive play that made the next David Robinson 
lose his mind every time April 20th is. Yo. All of a sudden, he can't play anymore. <laughs> all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden uh, what's the guy's name? I don't even know his name anymore. DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton. Next, David Robinson. The only thing they had in common, their first names begin with a D. That's the only thing. That hot that, that was the hottest take of all time. Yo, he look old face Andre ass nigga. Yo, well, his name is Andre. <laughs> but, no, look, you can't call him DeAndre anymore because he couldn't guard Jokic to save his life. <laughs> Old face. <laughs> now it's old face Andre. That dude, that dude look like that dude look like um what's the dude? He look like a combination. <laughs> <laughs> you remember he and every he and every damn black movie. Um oh, wait, oh. Uh, he he was in uh he was in um he was in that Aaliyah Jet Lee movie as the dad. You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he look like him. No, it's not a combination. It's just him. <laughs> I'm about to say him and Greg Oden. He look like both of them. No, Greg. No, he Greg got... Oden was a beast of on him among himself. No, this dude really do look like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And I just saw his name too. I can't think of his name. He yeah, I'm about to look. I'm about to look it up. I'm about to look it up. Oh man, Lazier well, looks that up. Um, let me see what else we talking about today. Um, all right, so oh, how much? How much? His name is Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo. Um, I'm actually save both of those other conversations for next week. Getting late. Right. I'm gonna go into um, I'm gonna go into the perfect inside linebacker. All right. Hold on one second. Yeah, hold on a second. Jesus Christ. All right, so we got more categories. Oh, got more categories. All right. So we have power, run-stopping ability, of course, size, speed, tackling, coverage skills, blitzing, and, of course, big play ability. Inside linebackers only. Now they combo, which is very rare. Then I guess you can throw them in there. We talking no. about inside, aka inside. Also, I guess if you're a four three, you're a middle linebacker. Yeah, you be the Mike. Actually, yeah, no, Mike. no, no. So actually. 
because Big Bro was teaching me about blocking schemes. It, every, 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 the mic is, uh, the mic is, is identified for, for a certain, for a specific person to block. So it's not, so, so it, 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 there's, a, there's a mic if there's a three, four, or four, three. Oh, I know that. I know that. Yeah. It's just, um, what's it called? Um, um, every time, whenever I, um, look at depth charts they when they have it up there they'll say Sam Will and Mike up there and right. Mike is normally the guy in the middle when they put it up there on um those sort of and on um certain depth charts so um All right, let's get started. Can we get some? Can we, you, you know, what's that NFL films music? Can we get that cue in, in there? Can we get that, like, when we do this? Like, like some kind of NFL music in the background? Is there, is there a way to, cut, to bring that in? Um, I'll have to see. Yeah, let's do that. I think that would be fun. I think that would be fun. But, anyways, let's get to it. All right, so power. Who you got? Uh, let me think. This is gonna be tough because these are eight categories, and I don't know if I can think of eight in a lot. It's yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yo, it is so hard. <laughs> uh, power, 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 power. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Patrick Willis. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm having, I'm having an issue with this because I don't know where he played. I don't know if he played inside or outside. James Harrison. Outside. Okay. Damn. I thought I had you. I thought I had you. Damn it. All right. Um, let me think. Let me think. For power, now that James Harrison is an outside linebacker, I didn't know that. Why didn't I know that? Yeah, because what's it called? The guys that were inside were James Ferry and Larry Foote. Yeah, Around true. that time, I believe. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of three, four inside linebackers because those guys are usually bigger, stronger. Uh, why am I drawing so many blanks right now? And everybody I'm thinking of is an inside is an is an outside linebacker. Uh shoot. Let's go with Mike Singletary. Alright. I don't know. You know, it's just <laughs> 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 I, I, everybody I kept bringing up was a 
and, and so the other guys, I'm like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want to blow them on this, you know? Yeah. All right, blitzing or blitzing? How, who who you got? <sighs> blitzing. Hey, that one's a toughie as well. Um, I, you know what? <clears throat> this entire time, I was thinking that we were gonna do linebackers, and that was it. <laughs> but I no, because inside and outside linebacker plays such vastly different roles. Yeah, who was a guy that was really good at blitzing on the inside, though? Yeah, that's why I'm like, cause, 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 um, cause when you play on the inside, it's difficult, um, to 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 gauge that. Yeah, cause there isn't that many. Um, exactly. Let me think. Um, I think I may go with Brian Erlacher. Brian Erlacher, that dude ain't gonna make my list at all. I think he's one of the most overrated linebackers of all time. Matter of fact, <laughs> I can't think. I can't think of. Uh, of a. Uh, Oh man, everybody who I keep thinking of is a freaking outside linebacker. Um, let me think. Let's go with, uh, Help me out, and I should be ashamed of myself because um, <laughs> because this is this this is my team. Jets has switched to a three four. Jonathan oh, Vilma struggled it, but there was a linebacker next to him that actually did well. Do you remember who he is? Uh, let me think. It wasn't David Harris. That is who it is. <laughs> so I'm going David Harris. Okay. <laughs> that was a shot in the dark. <laughs> I don't even know if he recorded that many sacks. I just know that when he played with the Jets, they use him a lot for blitzing. So that's what I'm gonna go with. Gotcha. All right, run stopping. Run stopping. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with a uh, junior Seau. Junior Seau is outside. Uh, junior Seau is inside. You sure? Yeah. 
Oh. Oh, so he's outside linebacker. Damn, I don't know where anybody plays on the field. Dude. <laughs> 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 That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, he was inside. <laughs> oh man, I, I was. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm about to switch then. Because if he played inside, I was gonna say I was gonna say him for um for uh pass rush. Oh, okay. Hold on, give me a second. I gotta verify this because this pissed me off. Julius, oh, it just says linebacker. I don't even say inside or outside. 56 sacks for an inside linebacker. And he's big, too. Yeah, I'm switching, man. Junior say out for pass rush. I thought he was outside. Or blitzing, I should say. If, the, if he is an inside linebacker, like you said, he's the all-time inside linebacker in sex. By a mile. There ain't another inside. That's why. Damn. Yeah, there's like I'm looking at the top 20 linebacker sacks. He's, he's he's the only middle linebacker or inside linebacker there. I could have swore he was an outside linebacker. All right. Well, um, so you got run stop, junior say out. Ooh. Um, let's go with uh, Navarro Bowman. No, I like that one. No, no, no. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm taking Bowman out because I want him somewhere else. Let's go with John Beeson. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, size. Who you got? Size. Mm. Let me think on that one. I would say Lambert, but he was a stick. He was like 6'5", 217. Jack Lambert. No, I don't think he was that big. So but um here's a here's a name for you. Um Levon Kirkland. Who the hell is that? 
He played linebacker for the um, Steelers back in the 90s. He was a 6'1", 276 pounds. <laughs> oh, hell no. I don't want no linebacker that big. That, um, That's badass. Nah, you see that dude play, you would... <laughs> you know, that dude was nimble as hell. Um... For size, for size, I'm going to go with uh, Luke Keekly. Okay. Okay. All right. Speed, who you got? Speed. Hmm. Let me think of that one. Speed, speed, speed. Who's uh? Hmm. Got to think of who the hell was uh? Yeah, I can't. Well, I can't say Briggs. Briggs was um outside linebacker. Jeez, that one's a that one's a tough one. <sighs> I don't want to be a homer. You think? Yeah, you gotta give me a moment on that one. All right. For speed, I'm going to borrow a moment. Oh, okay. You know, aka Fuel Roman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I loved and hated when you did that crap. It's like you it didn't even look like you were roaming the field. You look like you were worried about something, but didn't want to take your eyes off of it. Um might go with one of these uh I was thinking Fred um Fred Warner because the dude's always around the ball. Yeah, that's why I picked Navarro Bowman. I don't even know they're really fast. I just know they were always there. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I'm gonna go with Fred Warner because uh you're it's like you're always around the damn ball. Because when I said I didn't want to be a homer, I was thinking um, Foye Aluakon because he's always around the ball. It's like you wonder why he'd be getting like 562 tackles a year is because the dude's always around the ball. So like that dude could be on the sideline and somehow he'd make the tackle. I'd be mean, like taking a Gatorade break. You know, taking a breather and somehow he's the one that records the tackle. That's good. All right. Uh, coverage skills. Who you got? That's where I got Keekly. 
Yeah, yeah, he was pretty damn good at that. Um, with that one, but I think he's an over, overrated, so. Um, uh, let me think. Let's go with um shit, this is hard. Every I'm and the guys I'm thinking about are outside linebackers. What was London Fletcher? He was inside? Inside, yeah, he was inside. All right, let's go with London Fletcher. Let's go with London Fletcher. The former Redskins great. Tackling you. Who you um, got? I think I'm going to go with um, Fletcher on that one. Yeah, that's a good one. It's difficult because I want to pick. Uh, I feel like I don't have enough old school players up here, but I don't really know any old school guys outside of Mike Singletary and Bit Buckus at linebacker. At least inside. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Carl Banks was Carl Banks on the inside. Hold on, let me let me think. No. I think he was outside. I think the uh, the linebackers on the outside were Carl Banks and Taylor. On the inside was Harry Carson and Gary Reasons. Well, I don't care anyways because uh, I don't even know why I asked. I knew, I knew who my tackling person was. was Patrick Rose. I was just curious. <laughs> I don't even know why we saw that. You ask about somebody who was even on your list. Uh, you know, I didn't even. I, I, just, I was just curious. I don't even know why I waste that much time. Patrick Willis, I, I been knew who he was going to be there. I been knew he was going to be there. I was like, oh, snap. Tackling you. Tackling so, you. Um, 
Big playability. Ray Lewis. Easy. <laughs> well, I thought you used Ray already. No, I didn't use Ray. Now, I wrote Ray down already. I When you, we finished the categories and you asked me about power, I wrote Ray Lewis down for big playability already. <laughs> yeah, it was like, who, what inside linebacker made the hit, the fumble, the interception more than Ray Lewis in our lifetime? Not oh a one. Goodness. He's a great, to me, the greatest inside linebacker of all time. And he's the greatest linebacker I've ever seen play football. I'm too young for Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, because so Lawrence Taylor actually retired before we started watching. Yeah, so, and I'm sure he wasn't Lawrence Taylor, two-time defensive player of the year, MVP, and all that stuff. So, um, when he when we started watching, even if he was uh, still in the league, I'm sure he wasn't that guy anymore. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, that's it for us, man. Uh, did you have any parting shots? My parting shot is um, referees. Y'all effing up. Y'all got the y'all got this KSI dude hitting a Muay Thai elbows and calling in a knockout victory, and you got the referee in the Romero and his uh and his um deadbeat daddy fighting, and you bro and you. Stop that fight when you stop that fight when uh it wasn't even necessary. And if I don't add um with how the scorecards were if, winning, he was dominating. Yep. It was like if the score is like if if the I mean I'm glad because I end up winning money for that BS, but at the same time, I don't want I'd rather lose I'd rather lose a bet fair than win a bet off of BS. Yeah, so he um Yeah, so yeah, I saw that highlight where they did the stoppage and it was like yeah. it wasn't like the dude was taking it's like they were trading with each other. And I think he just hit um he just hit Roly with a good shot, I think with a good left-hand shot before they started they started uh trading shots. He well, started he, trading punches. He he threw a shot and he he landed he uh, Roly missed and he landed. It was an okay shot. It wasn't nothing that hurt him. But like you know, and then Roly started punching and he does. He wasn't really punching back. But I think the stumble back, and then he didn't really throw anything. Is why the ref was like. And I think the ref had in his mind like, yo, this is a forty year old man. I don't want him to get hurt. So I do think that's probably what was going through his mind. The problem is when the, like Roly didn't knock him down. All it, it, he pushed him. This dude was throwing push punches. BS yeah. man. That's my part in shot. It's like referees, y'all need to do better. Well, shoot, because... you, took, you took my part in shot, so I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh Ja. Ain't no need for a dog. Ain't no need for the like the flashing of the gun, dog. Most people, most people who flash guns get shot. Just saying. Like people, like coming from two individuals that really lived in an area like that, like 
Yeah, that's that's generally how it is, dog. Don't get yourself shot trying to act like you tough. Don't get yourself beat up trying to act like you tough. Stay your ass at home. Take care of your family. And T. Morant, you got a man up, dog. It's that simple. Yeah, Mama Morant, stop calling your son. Like, he, I, I, you know, if, it would make sense if he was like some, if he was like an NFL player that played like, if it was like Ray Lewis, he's just like a big intimidating guy. Do like a regular nigga from the hood. Exactly. Weighing 185 in Atlanta where the skinny niggas die. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Yeah, I don't even think he's that heavy. <laughs> <laughs> he might be 160, 165. He is not a big guy at all. So I'm just like, yeah, this dude. All right, whatever, man. Yeah. yeah, there ain't no need for it, dog. There really ain't no need for it. You just threw a whole bag of money away. Um, I wouldn't be surprised he started losing endorsements. No, that's Very. what I'm saying. That's 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 what we were saying. We were, you know, he's probably gonna lose that Nike deal. He just got a shoe. He's probably gonna lose that power he deal. Actually, Nike has to get rid of him because you can't let go of a guy for putting a putting a link up in Kyrie Irving and then Negroes out here acting like they freaking um like they freaking Yosemite Sam. <laughs> Whoa, Camel! Whoa! This dude out here act like he the Rubenist too in his side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he has a shot of his gun him lifting himself off the air. Yo, he probably he probably has. He probably has too. Anyways, man, that's it for us, man. Y'all take care. Y'all listen to it. Listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We love y'all. We'll see y'all next week.